Welcome to the Raw Reality Podcast. We are your hosts, Tori and Lily. Two best friends navigating their way through their health and fitness journey while bringing you a vibrant energy. Come along on our Raw Reality. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've been through. Why you got scars. Hello guys and welcome back to episode five. We are so sorry that we missed this week's episode. We didn't miss it, it's just a little bit late. Yeah, we tried our absolute best last Friday to get it done and like we did, we recorded up to 45 minutes and then Tori's computer Mm. decided to delete it all. Then we retried Saturday morning at like 7am. Did it work again? (laughs) No. And then I went on holidays and here we are a week later, but we're trying our best and we're going to put this out ASAP for you. Yeah. As soon as it's done and uploaded, we're just going to pop it straight up there. So it'll be up still for the week, but just not on Monday. Exactly. Yeah. And then we'll have another one Monday. So you just get back to back episodes pretty close yeah. this time. So it's fine. So lucky. We're still learning. <laughs> we're still learning. Yeah, exactly. All right. How was your past two weeks now? It's been even longer. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll roll into my r with a bit of an update. Yeah. But I finally feel back to myself again. I feel Yay. happy. I feel motivated, inspired. And I think my little break away from like, obviously I love Queensland, but I just needed a little bit of time away. I went to Melbourne, saw Lily, my mom, one of my best friends, Corey. And then I went to the gym and saw all my friends there. And then I flew up to Perth and saw my family for the first time in over a year. So finally got to see my little brothers and I, Before I had gone on the holiday, I said I wanted to use it to really relax, switch off, but also like find inspiration to then come back with some goals set in place and a bit more clarity in terms of what I want to do and where I want to go. So I'm very happy with myself and how I kind of took that holiday off, but also used it in a different way, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you definitely needed that mental break. Yeah, definitely. So I've come back and I actually got approved for a new little apartment. Oh yeah, she did. (laughs) With one of my best friends, Olivia. And yeah, it's just a two bed, two bathroom apartment. And it's just, it's honestly so perfect. Like I wake up every day. I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm obsessed with the place. We're both clean and it's just, a perfect little spot for us both. It's great location. And it's like, Mm. so nice to finally settle and know that I'm here. Like we signed a 12 month lease. Like I'm not going to be homeless again for like at least 12 months. Yeah. Cause I don't think people actually knew that you, it's not like you were house hopping, but you Mm. were just staying at different places and you actually hadn't signed a lease anywhere. Like you were still kind of living half out of suitcases and didn't have your own things. Yeah. And now you finally do. Yeah. So I'm finally settled. All I'm waiting on is like my mattress and my bed. I just have a spare mattress at the moment and then we'll get to like the dining table and the coffee table later. Yeah. But everything else is sorted. Um, it's so, so nice. And then I'm back into routine with gym, back into a new gym program. Um, the only thing I guess I was probably struggling with a little bit this week was the long distance with Jackson. And I've had a bit of a teary. We kind of chatted about it on the phone and like how we're going to keep moving forward because the end of the year is coming up and it's just so busy for both of us. Mm-hmm. But he is, he booked his flights yesterday. He's coming up <gasps> next weekend. So does and- he have a buy next weekend? Yeah, and it's the weekend of our two-year anniversary. So oh, the universe that's just yeah, really looked after us. I'm very excited. Oh. We've got Friday to Tuesday together. I do have a bit of work on with coaching and a comp, but we're going to make mm-hmm. it work. Yeah. Um, and I just I can't wait to just have him here. <laughs> 
in you my just presence. see that like that single hug or that yeah, simple literally seeing his face will make so much of a difference. Yeah, yeah. not on a screen because I'm sick of it. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's my little R and R life update. I'm happy in a yeah. good place, and I'm freaking excited for like the rest of the year. So, oh yeah. yay, <laughs> amazing! Your turn. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, my R and R will be like an update as well, um, and it's kind of like it's been a whirlwind of a week. I just kind of have felt so many different emotions. So last week, my cert four in fitness was due and completely my fault. I left everything to last minute, but like at the same time, the institute that I chose, you had to film 14 videos worth of like 20 minute workouts and like eight of them had to have a minimum of four people. And it was so, so, oh, it was so hard to get done. So I was so stressed, but I finally handed it all in. Um, I did burn out in the process and get very sick, but I mean, I handed it in. So that was amazing. Yeah, I did it. Um, And then I went to the snow on the weekend with my family, my partner, and it was so much fun. Like I definitely needed that time away. We went to Falls Creek um, and it was just incredible. I didn't even think about the gym or anything at all. Like I had back-to-back rest days, which was needed. But while you ski, like it's a workout in oh, itself yeah, anyways. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, which meant I had like back-to-back low calorie days because obviously I'm still in my prep and that was fine. I didn't feel much hunger. I just felt like really fatigued, if anything. And like I'm definitely for it now because I am just so tired and I just my emotions are everywhere um it's like I'm not even focused on food anymore or training it's literally I'm just tired and I want to sleep but you're just focusing on getting through every day as it literally getting through the hour is my mind at the moment and that's okay Mm. like you're gonna have these up and down days you're gonna have ups and downs weeks um we are moving closer to when I compete so I'm bound to feel like this it's okay. Yeah. I'm set to have a good day tomorrow. Today is not a good day and that's fine, but I know I'm going to wake up early tomorrow and make sure it is a good day. Yeah. And I think yeah. sometimes, you know, when you like, you're so go, 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 when you actually do rest, it hits you like a yes. ton of bricks at once. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, shit, I'm actually really exhausted. And that's probably yeah. what you kind of went through over the weekend. You stopped, even though you were you know, still skiing and like, that's a workout in itself, but yeah, you actually stopped and stopped your mind that your body was mm-hmm. trying to catch up on what the hell has just gone on for the last few weeks. Oh, definitely. That is 100% yeah. what happened. And I'm still recovering from my sickness and it's just not mm-hmm. leaving me at the moment. But I think um, hopefully that things calm down now, I'll be able to like properly recover. Yeah. Yeah. I think like first That's and fine. foremost, you've just got to do, obviously prep is main priority, but you have to just put your health first. Like if you mm. need to just focus on gym and rest and work, like just do that. Yeah. Don't put any yeah, exactly. added extra pressure and commitments and stuff. Yeah. And I dropped uh, a shift at work. So I'm hoping that taking out that one 4am start for the week, like yeah. will definitely help. Sorry, I'm not working as much now, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So that's good. All right. So good. What is your recommendation? This is kind of a bit old now, but it's I fine. Know. Still, <laughs> it still I still works. like mine. Yeah. Um, so my recommendation for this week is to tint your own eyebrows because mm-hmm. I'm like, I have gotten my eyebrows done, gosh, since I can remember. And eyebrows are the one thing that I pride myself <laughs> for. Like, <laughs> Those are the one amazing. Thing, I just don't, like, I don't go and do like, you know, Botox or get my f- like fake lashes done. Like I'm not really mm-hmm. into any of that, but just personally, but my eyebrows are one thing I have to maintain. So yeah. I'm like happy to go spend the money and whatnot. But I, um... My, my housemate, my best friend Liv, she tints her own and they always look so freaking good. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. you know what? Can I just borrow your tint and have a play with it? And I 
really not good at this stuff. Like I was surprised <laughs> they didn't turn out so bad, yeah. but they were really good and like they're shaped nicely. They're not too dark and they I look stunning. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. They're really good today. I don't know what's going on, but we'll yeah, that's it. my little recommendation. So yeah, give it a go. Tintering out, oh, well, save some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amazing. All right, mine this week is my favorite dressing at the moment. I literally just had it for lunch before. I have it like every single day if I can, is make your own satay dressing and all you need is peanut butter and soya sauce. Which, yeah. I think I'm going to make it tonight. Yes, I have it. <laughs> do it. It's yeah. so good. I just use Mavis peanut butter, make sure it's like this smooth one. And I think I just use regular soy sauce. I do one serving of peanut butter, which is 20 grams, and then a serving of the um, soy sauce, which was like 50. 20 mils mix it all together and if you need add a little bit extra of hot water or just like water to make it a little Uh, bit thinner yeah and then mix it together pour it all over your salad or whatever you're making oh my god it's my favorite it's so yum yeah and it doesn't have like any of those extra artificial sweeteners or calories or anything in it it's yeah amazing yeah the one that jackson and i do is the same peanut butter soy sauce and then we add sweet chili and hummus to like make a thick sauce for like noodles. Yeah, I need to try that. I'm not a massive hummus girl, so. Mm, I but I guess like you don't really taste it. It just makes it thicker because yeah, it's like okay, the sweet chili okay. and everything else takes over yeah. anyway. So it's like All a right, peanut sauce. As well. yeah. yeah. Yum. Okay. I'm hungry yeah. now. <laughs> I know. All right. Okay. So moving into this episode, we haven't even explained what we're talking about today, but yeah. I'm sure you would have gathered by the title is we're going to talk about everything social media. So it's. Growing up, not even growing up, but in what Tori and I are doing now, it's really hard to navigate your way through social media and just kind of everything, working with brands, growing with brands, growing your social media. There's no, you can't really search it. It's basically, you need Mm. to talk to people in the industry and figure out how everyone else is going around it because it is such a new thing at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think like, like we said, not like we said, that was in the last recording that deleted, I know, but, um, (laughs) Yeah, Lily and I really didn't have anyone to be able to go to or look up to um, in terms of like media kits and rates and how to contact brands and that sort of stuff. So we've obviously mm. gone or, and going through it together and been able to lean on each other, but have had no one to ask. So we just want to be able to like share what we've been through, how we've done things in hopes that like you can yeah. take something from it and feel free to like message us at any point in time. And yeah, just like, take us as your big sisters, if you will. And (laughs) like, we're all growing in this industry. If you're in it, um, then like, yeah, hopefully this helps. Even if you're not in it, it's just really cool to try and understand a little bit more and how like it works for us as well. Yeah. Cause obviously it's not our only job at all. We still both have like massive businesses that we do on the, sorry, like work on the side. So even if it's just like a small side hustle, it's really fun. It is fun. Um, I will, I'll start us with how we got yeah. started into social media. I yeah. like, I can't really remember really, but like I kind of started Instagram maybe end of primary school into high school, I think it would have been. Mm-hmm. And just was like the regular high school girl, you know, sharing her life and going out and all that sort of fun <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> um, but obviously like with doing Acro and as I got older, I started to share more with, like competing and all the cool skills that we do and everyone kind of is Mm. very interested in that. But I guess once I kind of stepped away from acro and went through everything that I did in terms of anxiety, depression, mental health, like losing weight, gaining weight, my PCOS, all that, I was like, I really 
want to use this in a positive way and be able to share my story. And I was like, how am I going to do this? You know? And I was like, I've got it right in front of me. Like the whole, it's really picking up at this point. This is kind of like when I first kind of learned about YouTube and like how you could really use this as a career type of thing. Um, So yeah, I was like, you know what? Stuff it. I've always kind of wanted to, I don't want this to sound cliche, but I've always wanted to like be someone like that Mm -hmm. people can look up to and be like a large role model to anyone and any like not anything, anyone. Um, So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start my own channel and just see how it goes. So that's when I started like this, my YouTube and like made the whole uh, video about my story and stuff. And then it kind of linked into my Instagram and I just kept sharing everything that I was going through. And just once I decided that I was going to be completely real and raw and like completely open up, let my walls down, I started to get lots of engagement and people relating and appreciating what I was sharing. And I was like, this is amazing. Like the fact mm. that it's not amazing that I'm going through it, but the fact that I can use it in a positive way and share it in able to like help others and understand that they're not alone with everything as well. And once yeah. I kind of put my finger on it, I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. And I want to build the biggest platform that I can. Um, and in all different areas, because I feel like as well, a lot of people like you need to pick your niche and stick with it. And I didn't want to be like, I'm just fitness because my life is not just fitness. Like I've mental health, health, fitness, like acro is still a big part of it. Building a business. Like I don't want to just pick a lane and stay in it. I want to be quite diverse. And like at the end of the day, that's my life. So I think it can also be quite hard if you pick a niche. Like obviously I have fitness, but it is like, like it's hard sometimes to be like, oh, should I share this? Because it's not related to fitness. Yeah, I was going to say, let's say a fair bit you'll be like oh I don't know if I should post this because I'm not fitness fitness but I'm like it's still your story and it's like people are following you for that yeah and I know a few girls that have like started their fitness accounts and they've grown quite big and they've taken fitness out of their name and added their last name now so that their persona isn't related just to fitness yeah 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 um but yeah that's probably my I um how I started yeah yeah (laughs) nice mine's like a little bit different I didn't really well when I was at school I um was known as cheer lily because obviously I did cheerleading for so long and it was like my whole entire life then um and basically I just posted on social media heaps doing cheer stuff like that's all I posted at the time um and I was like I did grow quite a little bit at one point I nearly got 10k and then I don't know, Instagram went through this massive thing and they like cut all followers for like a lot. So if you had so bought weird. followers at the time, they actually cut it. So I knew someone that had like 30K and they went back to like 4K and I was like, oh my God. So you could, you could tell who bought them. But yeah. I think I went back down a little bit um, as most accounts did at that time. Um, and then, so that was on my other main Instagram. And then obviously I quit cheer and that just kind of like kept dropping because I just kind of went back to whatever I wanted to post, had nothing to do with cheer. Um, so that's again where my niche kind of like didn't fail me at all, but like I didn't care about it. So I just went into what I wanted to do in my lifestyle. Like social media was not anything I think thought about. Like if yeah. I wanted to post a photo, I would just post that photo, not for anyone, but for myself. Yeah. Um and then Which is also la- a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And then last year I um wanted to start I was kind of a bit lost in what I was doing and I really liked fitness. And I was like, well, maybe this could be a fun little hobby. So I started a new whole new account. Um, which is the one I have now fit with Lily that I just started posting whatever I wanted I was on private for like the first month or so um and only accepting people that I knew because not that I was embarrassed or anything but I was just like 
I was very scared of fear of judgment at that point. Yeah, it was a completely new avenue at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then once I started to grow a little bit, I took my account off private and just kind of said, fuck it, basically, and posted whatever I wanted to. Um, And then I just kept growing from there. And it obviously really shows that I'm passionate about what I do because of how much effort I put into my social media now. Um, And not to grow anything, but it's because I love it and I love helping other people achieve their goals and just show everyone that you don't have to basically malnourish yourself and do cardio 24 seven to look the way you want to look or feel the way you want to feel. So yeah, that's Love that for us. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Let's move into now how to work with brands um, or yeah, we can kind of relate that back, but we'll move into yeah. how to work with brands pretty much. So there is so many different ways you can do it, um, especially from when you start to when you have a following to when you grow bigger. Um, there's multiple different things from like media kits to rates to commission. It's just like a whole new big world it out really there. Is, yeah. Yeah. So to start a simple, a media kit, you don't, I don't have one, but Tori does. So basically what it is, is it's basically a three page document, two page document about yourself, your insights, um, your engagement, your following, anything you want to show a brand that you can send to them, like your photos of yourself, of your Instagram, your aesthetic, and you also include your rates at the bottom there. So they can get an idea of who you are and how you relate to their brand. Um, You take it away a little bit more because you have one that you use. Yeah, I just think it's a really, like if you're kind of wanting to go more professional and to not saying that you're not professional, no, <laughs> like I know. <laughs> when you initially want to reach out to brands or brands reach out to you, I think to have it all in a one page or a couple of page documents, again, to show your aesthetic, show some photos who you've worked with. It's a really good insight for brands to be like, okay, she's actually quite serious about this. Mm. It's kind of got it all out there. And I update mine like probably weekly at the moment with the rate that it's growing. Um, and just like, you know, change photos and keep it consistent. But I think it also shows the brand that you're taking initiative. Like this actually means a lot to you and you're going to put effort into the content that you're going to create for them at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like something with like prices and that sort of stuff, it can be so kind of daunting, but also like, where the hell do you start in terms of prices? And I mean, we started at like $50 a post and yeah. I gradually just built as your following grew, as your engagement grows. Um, and that obviously like your engagement, your following comes down to your content that you're putting out and the, I think the authenticity that you bring to your socials. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But I think from my perspective, like if I was to be say like a manager for a company and I received a really clean put together um, media kit over someone who kind of just like scrapped together an email I think I know like which one I would pick and like you just know from that who's going to put the work in and at the end of the day that's what they're looking for for their brand um so I definitely think it's something to look into yeah and I think it also allows you if you're getting to this point to put your prices up higher because it's not just like an email that you're chucking your rates into it's a full professional document and they know that you're taking it seriously. So you can charge that little bit more because they realize it's actually part of your job as yeah. well. So I think that definitely helps. Yeah. yeah. And a good little thing I like have kind of got to is like upping those prices a little bit because some brands will come back and negotiate with you. So you get to mm. kind of, if it does drop, that's kind of what you would have charged anyway. Yeah. Um, and it depends who you email because I've gotten a few emails from agencies who have come to me 
with their client. So like I had an email from an agency and their client was Mentos. So it goes yeah. through the agency. So like they do all their pricing on their end. They come to me, get my price, and then they go to Mentos with the whole thing. Um, yeah. So it's all different in how it works. And you can kind of understand from a brand's website or Instagram or how big they are as to, you know, how little or how much you charge. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. You need to figure out like if the brand that comes to you has quite a large following engagement, you know, they work with a lot of creators, you need to bump your prices up a little bit because they have the budget allocated for that. Or if you know, it's like a first time, like launch for a brand and they come to you with a gifting opportunity, they probably don't have a budget at all to um, allocate to you. So you need to take that gifting opportunity if you want to, of course. Um, Yeah. Don't always just take the gifting ones as sometimes we do. Yeah. No, I think like at the very beginning, all I did was gifting because that's, you've got to start somewhere and like still by all means, like I do a lot, probably more gifting than I do paid. It is kind of starting to change now. Um, And as well, like getting those gifts and creating content is all experience for you and working with brands and like creating different types of content, but also it's going to help you grow and get exposure if those brands Mm -hmm. start sharing it as well. And it's just like, it's a big growing process. You're not just going to be able to go straight to the top and be getting paid thousands of dollars. Mm. It's a big growing process and building those relationships with brands. Like I've created such amazing relationships, even just online through emailing with the people behind the scenes of those companies. And I love it personally because I love creating connections, but being able to like, I just send voice notes because I actually like to like hear their voice and like, Actually, it's just so much more personable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Um, and if they get to know your personality too and really connect with you, then that also changes maybe in like what they pay you or what they give you in terms of a collab and mm-hmm. everything like that too. Yeah. What would you say? When how many followers do you reckon you had when you first asked for payment? Um, I reckon it would have been maybe just before hitting ten k. Yeah, maybe okay. between eight yeah. and ten k. I reckon. Yeah. Um, obviously that's yeah. where I started like quite small and again, depended on the brand and how many mm-hmm. and how big they were as to whether yeah. I put my rates forward. But also if you don't put your rates forward, you'll never know. So if the exactly. worst thing that's going to happen is saying, I say, no, sorry, we actually don't have a budget for this. This is just gifting only. And then that's when you go, okay, no worries. Let's go ahead. Or sorry, I don't have, actually yeah. have time for that at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I am such a big person. Like if you don't know, if you don't ask, you won't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. I would definitely be the same. I know my first um, collaboration that I asked for payment, they actually asked me to send through my rates. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I remember I that. Don't know. Like, what do I do? And I How text much Tori do? and I was like, what do I charge? Like, I don't know. It was actually for TikTok. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Um, So I just literally said $100. And they're like, yep, no worries. Just like send through your invoice. And I was like, uh, invoice? What the heck, Tori? What do I do? <laughs> so she just made it for me. And it's actually so mm. easy to make an invoice. Let you go on yeah. Canva and type in invoice. Oh, Canva is the boss. That's what our media yeah. kit is done on. Like it's, oh, yeah. you've got templates coming out your ass on, on Canva. It's <laughs> so easy. All right. So that's obviously the media and, uh, sorry, media kit rates and um, also, things. Also, before we skip Ooh, that, yeah. I just want to chat yeah. about um commission and retainers. Yeah, that's what we're going to yeah. 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 Because it's so, and I've probably learned the most about that this year, probably. And like, oh, all definitely the different, the last between the both months. of us. Yeah. Yeah. And all the different brands that we've worked with and how each brand is so different in terms of mm-hmm. how they go about things. But obviously you can have a commission based collaboration. So that would be 
where you're getting gifted products, then you've got your code and obviously whoever buys products through your code, you're going to get a commission, whether that's 10, 15, 20%. And then you'll get, usually it's like a monthly payment of whatever your commission is. Um, And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably the most generic and the most, like the one you start with. Yeah. Like the most standard one. Um, Yeah. And it also depends what brand you work with, because if you know that your followers love a certain brand and all, and like it really connects with you, a commission actually is a great place to earn a lot of money. If you know that your followers are going to use your code, but if you know that it's not going to translate across properly that, well, not properly, but like people, it's just not a code quite company. Does that make sense? Then I would move into a retainer option, which is you get paid a specific amount per month or you get paid per post. So for example, I work with Before You Speak Coffee and they offered to me three different options and like one of them was commission. So I'd got 10% of every order that someone used my code or they offered me a retainer and I got to send through my rates. So, and then I got paid for two posts a month and five to six Instagram stories. Um, And I chose the retainer option. That was my first time ever because I wasn't sure that anyone would actually use code to be honest with you and it was more of a safe option there um and I knew that I would still put like making reels is a lot of time and effort so you should be getting paid for the amount that you put in and I put like a lot of effort in so I went into the retainer option um and I just said a hundred dollars per post that was going to be two hundred dollars for the two month and then just fifty dollars for the story so it was 250 easy that's how I decided to go with it and I still have a code that people can use but I don't get paid through that code that's what I chose yeah and I think as well if you aren't someone who's wanting to constantly push a code out there and Mm. it depends everyone's different but I obviously have different bits and pieces but I think I'm getting to a point where I don't want to be constantly pushing codes I want to do I would personally rather do a retainer option and put in really good time and like get valuable content whatever the buyer does with, you know, the content that they see, then that's up to them. But I just want to know that I'm getting more so like getting a, um, a rate out of it. And I'm just putting out good content to help support that brand. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we both use commission for right away, which is like awesome. We both love right away a lot. We think that they're, companies awesome and the girls that work behind the scenes yeah, love them. are really personable as well um and I also work with EHP labs which is a commission based as well um but then obviously you can also do both you can do commission and retainers there's just so many different options there's there. so many different options yeah. little side note uh Jackson just signed with Riderwear, so <gasps> yay so exciting <laughs> and we're creating a little um couple haul next weekend that's gonna be so, so cute. actually really keen <laughs> Oh, and right away ships fast, so hopefully they actually get yeah get the yeah, orders so soon. Oh no, um, ju- oh no. Just um to touch on that as well, there is another thing called links. So I used to work with another protein brand, and I had a code and I got commission. But if you used my code, I wouldn't get commission for that. You had to shop through my link. I know Gymshark do a similar thing. However, they also pay their athletes and a retainer option too. So they have both. However, this brand only paid me if people use my link. So you had to go to my Instagram bio, click the link and shop that way. Even if you use my code, that didn't matter. You had to shop through the link and that is the only way I got commission. And I didn't know that at the time, I only figured that out like a little bit of the way through because that was the first major company I worked with. Um, And I would highly don't recommend doing that because 
you know that you don't shop through links. You know that you're not going to be like, oh, I need to rebuy this protein. I'm going to go onto Lily's Instagram, go onto her bio, shop through the link just to support her. That's the last thing you're thinking of. All you're thinking of is what's her code so I can get a discount. So, mm. yeah, it's just a way for brands to save money, to be honest, um, so they don't have to pay their creators quite a bit. Um, that's just how I felt um, as it wasn't yeah, the best brand to work that. with either. Yeah. Mm. So just a side note there. Um, moving into like how to grow a following and how to get good engagement. Both mm-hmm. Lily and I started, when did you start fit with Lily? Uh, Feb last year. So Feb a year and a half year. ago. Yeah. Okay. So we both, we both had like our original Instagrams, um, which mm-hmm. we'd had for like years on years. And then obviously Lily started fit with Lily last Feb. I started Tori story in Feb this year. Wow. Cute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And I think it was the best thing we did. I, from yeah. going through this myself, I think having an Instagram for such a long time actually is not detrimental, but like, I feel like when you have it for so long, it like pushes you, like your content oh, yeah. doesn't get pushed out the as much. The algorithm was yeah. so bad on my other account. Like if I post now, I'd, I think I have like 7K followers, but they're going down, down, down. Like I know I don't post on there anymore, but like yeah. still, if I post a story, there's only like a few hundred views, like. That one yeah. just does not push it. Yeah, because when I started my new account, I had a few messages being like, should I start a new one? And I was like, look, personally, I've loved it. Um, yeah. Obviously, it was like super disheartening, but it's been the best thing as well. But I think yeah. getting to like, you know, growing a following, if that's what you're into and how to get good engagement, personally for Lily and I, because we are both really authentic online and we show up as who we are, like what you see who is what are, you yeah. get, whether you're online <laughs> yeah. or in person with us. Um, and that's... I feel like most people, but personally, like I only want to follow people who are authentic to themselves and mm-hmm. who are sharing their journey. Like that's why I follow a lot of the people that I do. And another thing yeah. that I loved about the new account was I had, I got to start who I followed again. So, yes. cause I felt really bad on my old account. I, I used to love and go through and like take people off that. I just felt like wasn't good for me, nothing against them, but just yeah. for my, yeah. my own sake. But mm-hmm. with the new account, I got to start it all again. And really only follow who inspire me, who I love and obviously like family and friends and that. But mm-hmm. if they didn't really have a positive impact on me, I didn't really want that on my feed. Yeah. And also side note to that, you can actually favorite people now on Instagram. So if you go into yeah. your feed up the top, it says following or favorites. So your following is obviously everyone you follow and then whoever you favorited, it'll just come up with their feed, which I think is actually really. Have you done that yet? I've done a few people. It's like real, my mm. closest friends. Yeah, I haven't done it. I mean, they all pretty much have post notifications on anyway. <laughs> Fit with Lily made a post. Oh, comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Another thing with that as well, I just find you can also target the right people. So if you create a whole new account, you can kind of just like start fresh and get the following that you know will engage with your account that do care about you, not just want from the get go. What you're up to, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. that helps a lot. However, that kind of goes into like, I saw a Taylor post this the other day. Don't start. Well, this is very contradicting myself because I did this, but don't start a new account if you're like scared of judgment. I really resonated with how she said that the other day because I was like, wow, I definitely did that. I started the new account because I was scared of what other people was going to think of me. So mm. that's like another thing as well that you can kind of think, do I actually need to start a new account or is this one serving me enough now? And I do have like quite a big following that I can keep growing or should I start fresh that is just like something you need to weigh up as well yeah I think I've always been someone 
who's not given a flying fuck about what people mm. think about me. No, I think yeah. I do definitely have my days, but <laughs> yeah, exactly what Lily said. Like, if you're going to start that count, you need to know that you're 100% there for yourself and you're going to show up as who you are. Um, even like the shift that Taylor's made in oh, like amazing. her business now and how she's pulled herself out of or called her called herself out on her own shit of not showing up as who she is. And now she just yeah. doesn't care. She shows up as her. You can tell she's confident. She's happy. And yeah. there's nothing better than watching her true authentic self or like anyone being themselves. Because yeah. you just yeah. like you feel uncomfortable and it feels forceful. And yeah, if it feels definitely. forceful, it's not right for you. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that one. Yes. Oh, I right. will I got to tell my little story because. Oh, we forgot about this part. Yeah. So <laughs> when obviously, like we were just saying before about rates and that kind of stuff, I, there's a lot of brands out there who will probably only work with creators and quotation mark influencers who <laughs> have a larger following. And I, that's so fine, but I did have a brand <laughs> reach out to me um, earlier this year wanting to, you know, do a collab in, I think it was just like content in return for um, whatever it was. like Product, yeah. Product, yeah. Um, and I was like, sure, no worries. I'll send through my media kit, including my rates. Like, let me know what you think. And they actually came back and was like, sorry, you only have, I think I was at 5,000 at the time. And they were like, yeah, you we're were, not yeah. going to pay you if you've only got 5,000 followers. And I kind of was sent it to Lily straight away. And I was like, today you not, like not to be, you know, up myself or big headed, mm-hmm. but my engagement on my Instagram was like, I've not seen insane. it before. It was insane. Yeah. Like the engagement and connection I was getting within like DMs and comments and like mm. views and everything like that was through the roof. I've never seen it like you that You would have before. had way more engagement than someone with over 20K that they would have happily paid thousands of dollars to yeah. work with. But wouldn't, it's like, it just proves that they didn't actually care about looking further into who you were. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even want to look at my media kit at that point. No. And I just was like, well, obviously I didn't want to work with that brand if they weren't even interested in actually what I have to offer. Mm. Um, so I kind of just turned around and said, sure, no worries. Like that's up to you. I just want you to know like this is my engagement and I'm actually worthy of pay- being paid. Like I'm going to create good content for you and I do have mm. a very high engagement. Um, but like this, this was after a- you lost your account as well yeah. at over 10k and then you're building back up again yeah and that was to put it nicely as well like they were very rude and snobby about it and it very was rude. just not okay yeah. yeah and yeah I'm so grateful that once my account was taken down when I started the new one that all the brands I was working with were so beautiful and were like no like this mm. is obviously not your fault like we're happy to build with you help you get exposure again and like not one brand turned me down, whether it was a collab, payment, gifted, like they were mm. all so fine with it. Just so I'm awesome. so grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. You just really need to find the right brands that align with you and you know that you're going to work well with um, and that you're motivated to make content, you're passionate about it because there's nothing worse. Because I've done this 100% a few times, said yes to it, like an exciting club. I'm like, oh, that could be cool. But it's like, could be cool. I'm not like so passionate about it and like, wanting to make content for it. And it definitely comes across and it shows like yeah. that I put like less effort in for something that I absolutely love. But in saying that, I don't, I keep forgetting what we mentioned last time and haven't mentioned this time. Yeah, I know. But it, you need at the very start when you're trying to grow or just trying to work with brands, definitely say yes to as many opportunities as you can, no matter if they're only gifting, because that is a perfect way to start. Like not even start, like that's what I still do now with half of my things yeah. because within, I, yeah, I feel push- like, yeah, yeah, within reason of like yeah. it aligns with you. Because I like Lily exactly. just said, you don't want to be posting something that 
just doesn't feel right or that you wouldn't actually use or promote. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely take those opportunities that excite you and don't be afraid to reach out to brands as well because that's That's another yeah massive thing that you can do if you really want to work with that brand reach out to them if they say no but we'll keep an eye on you that's like keep engaging with their content keep like maybe you've got your foot in the door with them exactly and then they may come back to you in a few months time or you can go back to them and they say yes because the worst thing they're going to say is not at the moment and what you're still in the exact same place that you started you're still not working with them so I would but now they know who you are if you want to work with someone yeah exactly yeah Yeah. and again if you can reach out to a brand with a beautiful beautifully formatted email your media kit included they're like wow they're really interested I'll Mm. check them out and then you never know what might come of it exactly yeah for sure of that and let's move in well oh yeah I was gonna say quickly um this is the last thing if you're going to sign a contract with a brand make sure you read that contract because I've nearly got well actually I have got caught but I've also nearly gotten caught before about being exclusive with brands and you've really got to be careful there because I wouldn't be exclusive with a brand unless you know that you are 100% going to only work with them and that's the only brand you want to work with within that field Mm. Um, because I've had to like right away ask me to be exclusive with them they didn't actually even ask it was just in their contract and I read it and I got them to take it out of the contract because I knew that I was like still quite small at the time and could go from like other opportunities and get work with other brands that would still benefit me and I would love um Mm. so definitely that is something to look out for as well when you're a little bit smaller yeah especially at the start like you want to explore your opportunities Mm. and like you want to within activewear especially because mm. you are so fitness based that yeah. you want to explore like obviously right away is your main one like for both of us yeah. and we both absolutely yeah. love it and it could lead to that but yeah. for like the beginning you just want to have you know options open and exactly explore that field yeah. um yes we'll move into a bit of content because yeah love a bit of content um yeah but yeah more so just like like we just said creating authentic content but have fun with it personally I'm like I love in the moment content and to be more candid and just like, oh, let's let's go for a walk and then like, oh, could you take a photo of me? And then I'll just post mm, it. You're very good at that. Because like, that's yeah. again like what my Instagram comes down to, and it's my story and who I am. Um, I try and mm-hmm. plan content days, especially you know if there's certain things that I need to get done. Um, and obviously, when you have people that can do it with you, it's super handy. And there yeah. are days when you have to plan it, but for the majority of the time, for me, it's more like in the moment. But at the moment, Mm. I need to plan because I'm lacking. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard also when you're by yourself. Like I do completely understand that if you're not with people that are good at, not even good at content, but they just not aren't passionate about it or understand it like you, it's really hard to get good content. And I know Tori's obviously in Queensland, we live apart, but when we're together, we're just like, go, go, go as much as we can in that tiny slot. Or I see my partner's sister. Lily and we create fitness content because she also has a social media fitness page too. So, but again, we only see each other like once a week and half that time, like we can't be bothered filming because it's 6 a.m. and we're just trying to get a workout in. Yeah. So it is really hard as well. It but yeah. You do very well I- though with um Lens Buddy. I do I need do. to get on that. But if I you- bought a tripod the other day too from Kmart yeah. and it's like a Bluetooth one. It's oh, incredible. $15. Oh, that's good. Perfect. Yeah. Well, from Kmart. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Lens Buddy Lens is an Buddy. app. Yeah, is that I've used for like the whole time, basically since I started. I saw it on TikTok and I was like, I need to get that. And it's basically an app that you download and you put your phone against a wall, against a tripod, whatever. Make sure you still use the back camera 
and you can like, there's multiple different settings, but I set it to like point every 0.5 seconds or every half a second, it will take a photo and I make sure it takes a hundred photos. So I just stand there and pose in whatever way I want. And then for like a good minute or so, and then I stop and go through all the photos and there you go. And, and I didn't also, even know this. good quality. Because yeah, I was like, thing. your mom's taking such good photos. And you were yeah. like, no, this is Len's buddy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing all myself. <laughs> yeah, but it's really good quality as well. And like, you can like, like them, favorite them and then save them to your camera roll or airdrop them to someone. Yeah. So that is a really good yeah. tool. And yeah. just before we move into our little tips, before we take us home, um, yeah. in terms of like grid planning, it's, I used to be so fascinated over it and my grid had to look perfect. Mm. And Jackson used to get so mad because he's like, no one actually cares about your grid. It's about the yeah, content you used to always be like, But the green, I don't have any green in yeah, this one. And now oh, I'm, I'm like, pressing I just, red. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's my OCD. But again, yeah. it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to match. Of course, it's going to look aesthetic if it does. But at the end of the day, it comes down to each individual content. And obviously there are days when, like if you're working with a brand, there's set dates that you need to follow. But mm the grid is not a huge thing. No, not It's not the all. be all end and all. I think we're moving also, like I think it used to be, but I think now we're moving into like an era, not even era. There's trends go so fast at the yeah. moment. Oh. But people do like photo dumps and they're like the most crappy photos and people use them. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like aesthetic is it. kind of yeah. gone. It's like yeah. now like your real authentic life is in. So yeah, I'm kind of happy about it. Not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have five minutes to give you guys some tips because I'm currently sitting in my dressing gown in wet tan and I have to go to work in 10 minutes once we've done. So, yep, so we're going to make this snappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Starting off with my favorite tip that I've like kind of just recently used is two times Zoom. Tori kind of like taught me, not yeah, taught me this, I guess, is use your like Zoom on your camera to like the times two, two or point five. 2.5 if you have yeah. a new phone, if you have my phone, times two. Ah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it is so good. Like, I don't know. It just makes it look different. I don't that, know it. with the exposure down, you've got yourself yeah. the best content. Yeah. <laughs> that is what everyone says to me. Like, I got a camera for Christmas from my partner, but everyone, like, I've kind of stuffed up the exposure on it and I don't know how to fix it. It could be an easier fix, but your it girl probably hasn't looked is, into but, it. Yep. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, what camera do you use? Like, I actually just use my phone if you go onto your photo or go onto video tap the screen a little yellow box will come up then a tiny yellow sun is next to it drag that we'll down. put on a screen recording on our page yeah that's and a good idea. i've just discovered because vic does it and vic takes such good content at the top right of your video screen you change it to h 4k and 60 oh, yeah. instead of 30 and it it's bliss if you have so storage good. yes yeah yeah <laughs> so good <laughs> Yeah, so just drag that down and it makes the world of difference. Like it's so good. It's just like that dark professional like look, but you're still light. It's awesome. Yeah, and it makes you look tank too. Yes, it gets those lines going and definition popping. And then a sorry, I wasn't sure if you could <laughs> we're ready. No, for my the last laptop one. was about to die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, go for it. The last one is save before you post. So if I'm making a reel, I say time and time again, people posting their TikTok video or their reel with the watermark to another platform. That is my pet peeve. Like, can you just please stop yeah. doing that? Save yeah. the reel to your camera roll before you post it because it also made stuff up not post properly and you need to redo all the editing again, which is a nightmare. So save the reel once you've 
put all the words and everything you need to in. It doesn't save with sound, but it's so easy these days to find yeah. sound anywhere. Um, but yeah, that's just a but small little. Yeah, tip. Reels is so much easier to edit edit on any oh, type yeah. of like video that you're doing, whether you're putting on Instagram or TikTok, and mm-hmm. then always save it because you might need it later. You might want to reuse it, and you don't mm. want the watermark. Yeah. You taught me that as well because I used to I used to pay I don't know why the heck I did this but I paid five dollars a week for an app called Splice just to edit my videos because I didn't know how else to do it and you're like just use Reels I'm like it's so uh, hard and then I started and they've just and updated like, it too oh and it's really good it's so good yeah, yeah so obsessed just edit everything on Reels it's so much easier yeah, yeah. fabulous right. we did it that was as very, long as this go go go. <laughs> Oh, I'm a bit nervous. We're trying a new platform to record on. Yeah. We don't know because GarageBand is not being our friend. No. Yeah. All right. We're going to quickly move into our code of the week, which I forgot Do you have that? Yeah. I was like, does she have that? I do somewhere. Okay. When did we record it last? You're stressing me out the fact that you have work in 10 minutes. I, and she's and I'm literally sitting, sitting in a wet tent <laughs> in her dressing gown. <laughs> and my my kitchen upstairs is a mess. Oh, I can't. Okay. I've got quote. Okay, Are you ready? Go. Yeah. You glow differently when your confidence is fueled by belief in yourself instead of validation from others. Yes. Slay. Yes. It just kind of like relates to social media. Like don't just post stuff for likes, for content. Just post it because you want to. And that's when it comes across the best and most most authentic. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed this episode and got lots from it because I would have loved to have listened to something like this. Mm. a few years back but again like I said at the beginning if you honestly have any questions feel free to dm us on the raw reality page or our personal pages with and not that we're experts but we'll absolutely help you <laughs> yeah. um, we're still learning too yeah yeah but yeah thank you guys so much for listening listening sorry it was a little bit late but we're back we're here it's fine, Don't it's fine. it's yeah. fine all right speak bye to you guys soon. love you bye. I don't know who you are I don't know what you've been through 